Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to yet another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today's topic of conversation will be a realization I had over my morning coffee on the balcony. And that is, I think we have business podcasting all wrong. Now, let me explain what I mean. And this is kind of rare form thoughts as they come out there. You see, the problem with podcasting, and I love podcasting, don't get me wrong, is that we have very much a, our, our, our mindset around publishing is centered around media, it's centered around news, papers, TV, whatever. It's centered around radio. It's centered around blogging. For the most part, we think as podcasters, as publishers of information. Social media revolution kind of set that stage where we're actually publishing content. Now, of course, as podcasters, we publish content as well, right? We publish a weekly show. Every week, a new show-ish comes out. That's the pretty much standard way. There are lots of other ways to do things. You don't have to do this. But this idea of breaking down and serializing things is the way we do podcasting. But turn that around and look at businesses for a moment. Of course, businesses have a website. Yeah, really got that. But with the exception, well, let's just talk about the, the main website. Typically, websites aren't updated on a regular basis for a business. Now, they should be. Although those of us who know what Google likes, we know that Google likes fresh, fresh, fresh content. And so we do things like publishing blogs. But honestly, most business blogs are terrible. Don't you agree? Not all. Not all. But certainly most. The ones I've been involved with, mostly all of them, been been terrible, been infrequent, been slapped together. They're just not a lot of stuff. But what businesses do a really good job of publishing, other than price updates, is they are good at publishing information that is relevant to their consumers in in a few ways. Not all of them are exactly the same. Promotions and specials is probably the big deal. Yeah, well, I don't want to subscribe to promotions and special podcasts any more than I want to follow your social media account because your business publishes specials and promotions. You can publish those. And there might even be a certain number of people, a certain subset of people who are interested in that kind of content. But realistically, the general public doesn't want that kind of stuff. So business podcasters have been forced to flip into the model. Of, well, we got to publish a weekly show because that's what the rest of the podcasts do. But I, again, I wonder if we'll get it all wrong. But so they publish... What does back to back? Sorry, like I said, I haven't fully thought this out. 
Back to what businesses are good at publishing. Businesses are pretty good at publishing white papers. Certainly not all businesses, but businesses are the best people to produce white papers. And I'll put research institutions as a business in there as well. Why? Because we normal humans don't produce, nor do we read white papers. White papers don't come out every single week. The white papers come out when you've got research together. Businesses are good at producing information on a regular basis, but it's like quarterly information. Maybe a quarterly newsletter. Sure, some do a weekly newsletter, but, you know, quarterly, maybe even a monthly roundup. Or annually. But in the podcasting world, we want to think about doing things on a, on a very regular, very repeat basis, because that's what we think. Well, not what we think. That's what we know most people are into. But when we stop thinking about most people as just eyeballs and all the same, and we only care about the eyeballs that are the listeners, think about eyeballs, we're talking about listeners now for a podcast, ears, that really matter, we don't have to do it for businesses in the way things have been done. We need to do it. We should be doing it, I think, in a way that makes more sense to the way a business publishes content and information today. That's going to be different for each business, right? But again, if you're a business that you're working with, if, you, if you're an owner of a business, if you are the if you work inside of a business, if you are the consultant and somebody said, comes to you and says, we want to make a podcast, okay, maybe it's a good idea to sit back and say, well, what are you publishing right now? Get an understanding of what the company's appetite and understanding is because as much as I think it would be great if we could get all businesses to publish weekly content, would that be great? I said that out loud, but would it really? Let's, let's pretend that it would be. You're talking about getting someone to significantly change the behavior of the organization. Organizational change, take it from a guy who's done it for forever, is really, really hard to do. So instead, what can you do within the organization that's already happening? Not a big surprise here. We think about this anyhow. I mean, I'm not the first podcast consultant guy to say, hey, there are elements of your white paper here which would make great podcast material. Yeah, they would actually. So maybe we need to think about it like that. Or maybe we think about it like, like book publishing. Right? I mean, when we consume media as people, when we consume books, most of us don't consume book in a serial, books in a serialized manner, nor are they really published in a serialized manner. When your favorite author is done with a book, and that book is then edited and published, you get it. You don't forget about that author for the next six months or three years. I mean, maybe you do, but when it comes back, I'm like, oh, I want that, and you pull it off the shelf. We've had some experimentations in publishing where they tried to go more serialized, Remember Wattpad? Still around, I think. Remember PodioBooks.com? Um, there's certainly some applications, so I'm not saying it's completely in, in the realm of impossibility, but when it comes to that kind of media, we're used to consuming it when it comes out. Same for art. Whatever art you're into. Same for music. You know, we had some experimenting people like uh, Beatnik Turtle, Jonathan Colton, and a host of others who started producing things on a regular basis for a while. That was, you know, in the aughts. It probably still happens today, but by and large, you know, singles come out, albums come out. And so back to businesses for a moment. 
Maybe forcing businesses to blog, which we already know sucked. Maybe forcing businesses down the path that says you have to produce content on a regular schedule. The wrong way to do it. Maybe we've got business podcasting wrong. And we should be looking more at, rather than changing how they publish. Changing what they publish. Or finding information inside of that organization that is worthy of being consumed in an audio medium, podcasting, and other opportunities. Maybe it takes a different approach. If you want to, if you're a business and you have a successful business podcast, and there are plenty of successful business podcasts, I should, I should, I should have prefaced with this. I know there are many, and they're fine, and they're they're not they're not, they're not more than fine. Evo, they're doing a great job. They're killing it week after week after week. But that's coming from a business who's figured out a way to publish on a regular basis in this thing called podcasting, where, remember, 60-ish percent of the population doesn't even listen to podcasts. So if you can make the kind of audio content that your listening audience wants, not necessarily the larger podcasting audience, but people who, if you can tell your brand's story, your business's story, convey the information in a way where audio makes sense, maybe you don't have to do it on a regular basis. Maybe we have been business podcasting all wrong. Things I think about. If you want some help figuring this out for your business, hey, I launch podcasts for business. This is what I do. Podcastlaunch.pro. Contact me, Evo, at podcastlaunch.pro. And tomorrow I shall return with another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. 
Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.